deep in the woods where the mysteries grow. Hello, everybody. There is a place Grizzly from Lexington, Kentucky. Coast to coast, around the world. Have a special group tonight. Everybody's been waiting to hear from. They're from Florida. I got most of them on here tonight, so we're going to sit back, relax, and listen to what they have to say. They're going to tell us about what's going on down south. Sasquatch. Skunk Ape. What's the difference? Maria. Tell us what your group name is. The name of my group is the Mid-Florida Bigfoot Research Group. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Maria, how'd you all start out? Oh, boy. Um, so we've all been investigating for the past two or three years or whatever. Um, basically, we met through friends of friends or through the group. Um, we've had the group now for almost two years on Facebook and, um, we have right now, um, over 1900 members. We're on our way to 2000, which is great. That's great. Yeah. And, um, so the beauty of that is the majority of those people, at least 90% of them all live in the state of Florida. Awesome. So, yeah, that's great. So there's a lot of researchers out there. There's a lot of people that want to know what's going on in our home state. Um, you know, maybe they've had experiences and they want to see or hear if somebody else has had the same or similar experiences that they have in their areas. So, um, you know, that was the purpose of um, starting the group on Facebook. You know, I mean, I started going out solo and I was posting stuff on my personal page, which I felt was not the appropriate place to do that. So I was looking for a Bigfoot research group in Florida. Couldn't find anything that I really liked at the time. So that's when I started my group. And um, it was through the group that I met these guys, my, you know, the team. And it's just been very special. It's we make a really good team. We all have our own niches, our own specialties. So we just complement each other. We work very well together. So. Well, that's really great. Um, we're really glad to have you all on the show. Maria, you. if you could, why don't you introduce your team to us? Okay. So right now um, we have Troy Palmer. He's on top there. And I have Wynette Turner. She's below me. And Tim Turner down below. So yeah, we're missing three people. Usually there's seven of us. Um, so, but this week there's gonna be four. So. Well, let me ask you this now. So you're located in Florida. Mm -hmm. Maria, you, you rounded up this team. How did you get started investigating? Um, I've always, I've been a paranormal investigator for over 30 years. So oh, started, wow. Started out with ghost hunting, aliens, UFOs, and then it evolved to Bigfoot. And um, I have some friends who are into Bigfoot. And uh, so we went out in the Ocala National Forest a few years ago, and I saw some, we saw some strange things out there that look like structures. 
And that's when I got hooked. So and I started going out by myself or if I had some friends I could go out with, I'd go out with them. But I started out basically going out by myself and, um, you know. So. Was you scared going out by yourself? Uh, not really. Not really. It takes a lot to scare me. Um, so it started out at Ocala National Forest, like I said. And then um, I moved down to um, investigating Green Swamp and places in Hillsborough County. So we're located in the center, in the middle of Florida. Oh, and, I got you. Yeah. So we can access Mayaka State Park, which is a very, you know, it's a hot spot. Um, we can go up to Ocala. We can go over to the Green Swamp over in Lakeland. You know, it's all within a decent driving distance. So. Well, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Who wants to go next? Troy? Yeah, I'll go next. <clears throat> so. I've been uh, hunting all my life, grew up on a farm up in Connecticut, hunting forever. Um, I've had an interest in Bigfoot, but did I believe it? No, not really. Really didn't believe it. And then uh, <laughs> just uh, some weird things happened when I was hunting down here in Florida. I moved down to Florida, got 30 years ago. A few things odd happened. So I wanted to hook up with a group and, and, and do a little bit more investigating to put the pieces together did that still wasn't sure wasn't a true believer however one night to be real brief we found some tracks and there's in this one in this area there's there's no way these tracks could have been made by anything else that we can think of we tried to debunk them for over a month before we presented the information uh we heard whistles we heard some growls uh possibly whoops now the the whoops we're still concerned with we still working on debunking them and it's been since april so we still look at our evidence we want to make sure it's a real deal but the tracks i believe are the real deal totally wow. impressed. so now i'm hooked big time out there as much <laughs> as i can every weekend at least once for several hours this time of year august you can find me out in the woods at 12 noon I'll be out there for three or four hours and I'm dragging coming out of there, but I'll be out there. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Also in the middle of the night as well. Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock to four o'clock to five o'clock, sometimes walking out of there at nine o'clock. It's uh, mm -hmm. He's very incredible. <laughs> it's hard incredible. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who else do we have up? I'll go next. Um, okay. I'm Wynette, Tim, Tim's wife, and me and him, we started going out about a year before we uh, met the, the Mid Florida Research Group, and um, we were doing our own thing then, and basically in the same spots that Marie talked about. And um, we um, just went out and started looking for, you know, the evidence because um, we believe, you know, and um, so, and it's just led to this group here that. That is a, it's an awesome group. So, and I'm glad to be a, a part of it. Didn't you have um, an encounter? Your sister had an encounter? Yeah, we are. Uh, like, um, well, I did um, when I was like a teenager. Um, we were, we lived in a mobile home at that time and um, we were up late and we, we heard stomps, what sounded like heavy, something heavy moving 
down, up and down the trailer. When we would walk down the trailer, it would walk, but it, it was like you could feel it. It whatever it was 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 heavy. Um, and then there were other incidences out there too, where I had a brother that he thought he saw one standing up, standing taller than a, I think it's was a seven foot orange because we lived in an orange grove basically in the middle. Yeah, he, he saw. saw yeah. He, yeah, he saw something that was, he, he walked outside and he saw something standing there and it was taller than the uh, orange tree. And and there were other incidences out there too from other people, but I, I, I can't remember their stories or, you know, but that's when I was like 13. So. Wow. Yeah. Was you scared when stuff well, was going on? That night, yeah, in a way, well, that night when we heard the the foot where it sounded like hit something heavy walking up and down the trailer with us, it was me, my mom, and my sister, and my mom, and actually something jiggled the back door. <laughs> to, uh -oh. <laughs> we got the shotgun out because, like I said, we were all, we were all kind of nervous, you know, but it, I'm not sure how long it lasted, but it finally quit, and it that never happened again. So it was crazy. Yeah, I would have dropped dead of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been enough for me. Yes. Yeah. She so, had a brother too that one attacked the car. They were driving around out in the orange grove playing around and yeah, one sat in the back looked, of the car and was bouncing the car up and they down. looked in the yeah, they wow. looked in the rear view mirror and and saw something standing at the back of the car. And then all of a sudden, it's like it was bouncing the back of the car. And needless to say, they got out of there. <laughs> oh. Scared them. <laughs> they were they were scared. My goodness. Now that is some close encounters right there. And that's not like that's only like 10, 15 minutes from where we live now. And now all of that area that I'm talking about is all housing. Oh. The woods are gone. The orange trees are gone. It's all that. It's all gone. Yeah. So. And see, and that's one of the things that I've noticed over the years, especially talking to uh, organizations, investigators, people on expeditions, that we have an increase of sightings of Sasquatch. Uh, we got a large amount of reportings of Dogman all, mm -hmm. all across the United States and the United Kingdom. And, uh, and, I, and I believe it's because we're encroaching on their land. Mm -hmm. And yes. uh, and I think the technology we have with our cell phones, it's a lot easier to capture pictures and so forth and, and whatnot. And uh, usually they always ask me, you know, Grizzly, is this video or photograph real or fake? And my first response is, is A, I don't know. Two, I wasn't there to take it. I, I don't judge because I know somehow, and you all could probably confirm this with me, that Bigfoot or Skump Ape uh, interferes EMF with electronics. I've seen uh, trail cams being white. I've seen new batteries being put in and they've just been drained. I've seen hands grab a hold of a trail cam and knock it down. So, you know, where does it start? Where does it end? 
you know, you know, they say they want a body. You know, it, that's what everybody in America says. We want a body. Well, America, we have bodies. The government has them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, back in '99, out west, you know, mm-hmm. the the forest fire. Firefighters came across a large, hairy human body. Three quarters of the body was burned. They were treating it. The government showed up, told the firefighters, you weren't here, we weren't here, don't ever speak about this, and took the body and went away. So the government knows about it. Yeah. The government knows about the UFOs. I mean, they try to cover that for years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you all think about that? Well, Tim, you want to talk about yourself? You know, tell, tell everybody mm-hmm. a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been hunting all my life here in Florida and I had, um, at, at least I had thought I had never seen or encountered anything as far as Bigfoot and had always figured they were out in the Northwest Pacific or either down South in Everglades with, um, David Sheely, where he would report the skunk apes and you would see that on the news sometimes. But, um, other than that, um, about three years ago, I wanted to start learning the truth for myself and start using my hunting skills to get out there and see what I could find. And I started searching the um, on YouTube and seeing if there was anybody here around Central Florida that was actually showing anything. So I kind of started learning the areas to look at, to go look in. So um, about my third time out, I started finding footprints, some pretty good oh, wow. footprints. Started casting them. Yeah, I've, um, I started finding hairs on barbed wire fences where they were crossing. And I would find the hairs on every strand of barbed wire, you know, and I was finding, I, I collected all the animal hairs too. And I've been looking at all of them with the microscope. So I, I'm, I got black bear hairs, deer, wild hog. And then I've been finding other hairs that look like human hairs, but they're a lot thicker. Right. Even some that look like chest hairs, you know, being a guy, you know what chest hairs look like when, you know, so you, I've found some even that look like chest hairs from human, but they're thicker. And I uh, found them on like the middle row of barbed wire where one would have went through the barbed wire like we do. You know how you push it down and you go through. Right. Also, I found I found hairs that are, have a lot of clear and greens in them. And nothing, there's no animals here like that. No. So, you want to talk about your... When Grizzly was talking about malfunctioning equipment, that's right up Tim's alley. Yeah, sure <laughs> so you want to talk about that, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've put out game cameras and had all kinds of stuff like that happen with the game cameras, with going back and having batteries completely drained, nothing at all on the memory cards. And I got my cell phone video turning the camera on, turning it off when I got there. Um, I've caught a lot right. of orbs. I've caught a lot of orbs on game camera, too. And, you know, you can tell they're pretty good, pretty good orbs and moving around. I've caught an orb on the thermal camera. Oh, wow. Um, A lot of orbs. We've had, um, like with Marie, she's had her phone come on when we're around a tree structure like an X. Her phone will come on and call somebody. And I've caught that on video a couple times as well. Oh, that's interesting. I called my ex-boyfriend twice. (laughs) Two different times, two different ex structures, two different ex boyfriends. Yeah, uh, we're happy. Come on. But uh, Tim has a tri field meter, so he's been yeah. uh, setting it on RF yeah, radio frequency. frequency. Yeah, 
Are you getting any detections on that? We are a lot, yeah. And it's usually when we're at a tree structure or we're at footprints and we're looking at them, talking about them, then we start getting real high readings on the RF meter. Yeah, like we're being scanned or something's close by watching us and hitting us with the radio frequency. And we set our phones on uh, airplane mode so they don't interfere with the meter. Yeah, we've right, tested our right. phones a lot, yeah. Because, like, if I'm using the GPS and marking a pin in a location or something, it'll set it off. But other than that, we put them on airplane mode. We, we've tested them a lot, tested our cameras, make sure none of them are affecting the, the tri-field meter. Yeah. Now, that's, that's pretty interesting. I, I interviewed a guy yesterday uh, from Ohio County in Kentucky, uh, down south from me, uh, right along the Appalachian Trail. And uh, he identified, allegedly, 13 different tribes of Sasquatch. Wow. And uh, he said right out of the gate, Anybody that's watching this broadcast, if you don't believe me, meet me at so-and-so bridge, call me, I'll give you my phone number, I'll take you out, I'll prove it to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was talking about different eye shines, different color eyes, and, and babies, and nurseries, and I mean, this guy's been watching them for years up by the coal mines, and, and so forth, and you know, and it's just everybody's different encounters and, and experiences. It's, it's amazing. It really is. I mean, when was uh, the first time you all actually really saw one? I have not seen one. I have not. Yeah, I haven't seen one, but I have caught them on video. I've caught quite a few of them on video. And does is the video, is it blurry or is it pretty crisp? It's a little blurry, but you can see it pretty good still. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. We're still having to zoom way in and crop it. Right, right. So what about you, Troy? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen them. The closest I've gotten to is is uh, the sounds and the tracks. And the tracks are absolutely amazing. And in uh, one part of me me and Desi, that she's she's out uh, with her wife, but she is absolutely amazing. Um, great audio. She does fantastic with the audio, capturing it, analyzing it, going through it. She's she's always out there with me. Um, I'm lucky to that she can go out in the middle of the middle of the night. So she's uh, oh, absolutely amazing. She's the one that found the first track. We're standing there, and she looked down. She goes, "Troy, what's this? I'll never forget it." I turn wow. around, and I was dumbfounded. But wow. the tracks are the closest I've ever been, and they're 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 crisp. They just looked just like uh, a Bigfoot track that you would expect them to look like. They meet all the criteria along with um, what uh, Jeff Meldrum puts out. So uh, it took me really three days to get past it, to really get past Because my background is an engineer. I'm, I'm logical. Right. And right. it was very difficult to get past it. But now we yeah. have to gather more evidence. And with this group, it's an amazing group. You've, you've got uh, all sorts of people here with great uh, skills and technology and resources and it's a pleasure and honor to be with them absolutely yeah now when you all go out and investigate y'all pack any farms or anything yes i'll do i do as well yeah um, yeah bear spray as well bear spray yeah. yeah you know and i 
a lot of people say they do. Some people say uh, Sasquatch or Bigfoot. They know when you're carrying and they know what they are. Yeah. So they try to stay away. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, the guy from Ohio County uh, was telling me that they can see infrared light and they can see the infrared off the clothing that we wear. And he wears a special ghillie suit that allows him to get up so close to him without them knowing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that because I don't know how he can, you know, actually explain that to us through uh, what the Bigfoot can actually see, what prisms or what type of light or whatever. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if he's basing it off deer or or other animals and the spectrums of light. That I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when y'all get an investigation, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I believe they can see the IR also because uh, um, they tend to stay away from them in front of the cameras, the game cameras. Yeah. You had one of your cameras turned too, didn't you, Tim? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I had a, a game camera set up and I had a gifting spot right out in front of it. And something turned the camera during the, late during the night from uh, it, it, it took a hold of the straps from the back of the tree, turned the camera, moved it and straightened it up and turned it away from the gifting area. Wow. Was the gift still there? No, the gifts were gone. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing, right. too. We're putting the gifts out in front of the game cameras. You'll have um, videos of deer walking by, the apples still there, the candy bars there. And then all of a sudden, the next video, everything's gone. And no no video of anything taking it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're having a missing video, or, or either they're running in so fast and taking it that it doesn't set off the camera. Which that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could and be too. Yeah. What we've also done is we've taken um, a metal screen, and right. we put it around the cameras, right, to also try to keep the uh, EMF inside, so it doesn't yeah. escape. Uh, Faraday cage. Faraday cage. Yeah, I've done that with two of mine. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we're we're trying all sorts of different things, and and as far as the uh, seeing uh, infrared, I wouldn't doubt it. You, you, we don't know. A lot of this is conjecture, right? We're all trying to put right, this together right. because to prove it, you have to have one. Right. But right. we believe that you, you need to take that into account. If you don't, you, you may be missing part of it. So as we're trying to experiment with different uh, techniques and, and methods, we're hoping to find some things that that work. Okay, why don't y'all walk me through a typical investigation? Say we're going to go out tonight. Okay, so <laughs> Tim, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. We, how, um, how do we start out? We usually all meet at a certain location. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure everybody's got the address. We have several different places that we go um, around the Green Swamp area, so we'll all meet and. Uh, park at a usually there's a parking area where we can park and then uh, we'll all um, get our gear together and start hiking up into an area um, we do some at night and we do a lot during the daytime but um, either way we'll if we do it at night a lot of times we'll carry chairs with us and we'll, we'll walk to a certain location and then we'll sit down in the chairs and um, we'll sit there and film with the thermal cameras and audio recorders going uh, night vision cameras, and uh, try to see what we can cap- capture. We, we've caught uh, 
stuff being thrown at us at night on the on the night oh, vision wow. cameras. Yeah, a couple times we caught stuff thrown at us. Yeah, you got a picture, you got a video of a stick flying across the screen right in front, right mm -hmm. in front of his camera, and you can hear it hit Tim's backpack. Yeah. And then it fell to the ground. And he captured wow. it all on video, but yet we couldn't see anything with our thermal cameras. No. Nothing. Mm -hmm. See, now that I, I, I don't understand because, you know, right. I watch every Bigfoot show out there, you know, and don't get me wrong. I know there's a little Johnny that's drunk running around in an ape suit sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I know, I, know, I know it happens. But in reality, people are seeing stuff and having encounters that cannot be explained. Yep. You're coming, across, you're coming across footprints that you can tell once you've been trained or experienced whether they are real mm -hmm. or fake. Yeah, that's wrong. You know, people yeah. do not want to test any more DNA. They came out with eDNA. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know that about yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And for the audience that's watching is that they can actually go to a stream, river, lake, pond, or any type of water structure and tell you with uh, extracting water into a filter what animal lives there, what animals walk through there, what animals urinated in there, and whatever else in there in that area. And it's it's really weird because it always comes up when there's a big, big foot or a Sasquatch, it's 98% human and 2% unknown primate. Mm -hmm. Now, how many times we have to get that done and keep getting the same results? Right. You know, yeah. and people don't understand if you look at us and chimpanzees, they're 98% human and 2% mm -hmm. primate. So the 2% is really not that that large but in reality it is mm -hmm. grizzly it's it's just what you said earlier tonight they want a body they want a body but troy you know when, when i said when i was on the police force i told my officers if i see one i'm going to run over it with my cop car you know will i now no because i know once i do i know what's going to happen the military is yep. going to show yep. up. They're going to warn me and my family and yep. whoever else has witnessed it. They're going to take the body and go off. Mm -hmm. Just like they do with all the UFO crashes and aliens. Mm -hmm. You know, Roosevelt, 1954, signed a treaty with uh, the aliens that uh, allegedly they can uh, take people from state parks and in certain locations and the only reason i know about this is that the granddaughter finally come forward and said yes it actually happened and here's the hangar it happened in and so forth she knew about it so you know it's they just don't want to acknowledge it they don't now yeah. up here we have signs I don't know, they look like state park signs, but they tell you what to do if you come across Bigfoot. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. 
Now, with that being said, why do certain states have laws that state you cannot shoot them? You'd be able to capital murder. Yeah. And they are a protected species. So, and I have... Or it could be a human in a suit and you don't want to shoot a human. Well, that's my next point. And I've heard a lot of humans, especially deer hunting, had them in the crosshairs, and when they got up to the face, it changed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. they couldn't shoot. Couldn't pull it. That's right. Because, yeah, exactly. They were sitting there going, this looks like a human. It yeah. Looks much and like the, a human. They didn't. The they best way they, they could describe it is that mm-hmm. the skin looked like Indian skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with wrinkles. Look, you yeah. know, tough, leathery and Indian skin. Yeah. Some noses are wide and flat and raised eyebrows or just the head and so forth, as we know. But yeah, they, they just couldn't do it. You know, and, and some cultures, it's bad juju to, to even try to shoot one, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I ever saw one. So Yeah, we're, we're a no-kill group. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people are. That's that's great. Uh, Plus, they're I'm never about, Yeah, I'm all about that. But mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. If I have to do something to protect me or the group, uh-huh. then that's a different story. Agreed. I, mean, I totally agree with you. I'm sure Tim and does then, too, and everybody else does. As well. Yeah, and then that's little Johnny in the suit. Little Johnny in the suit. That's your fault. You had yep. too many of those fireballs. <laughs> oh man! Exactly. <laughs> that's fireballs. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the biggest thing lately: is fireballs. But so. how do you explain us being out at night? We're sitting out in our chairs. All of us have thermal cameras or night vision cameras, and we are not seeing anything. But yet. A stick is thrown at us, a small stick about this big. Right. That had to be know. pretty close for something to throw be. something that little in front of us to hit um, Tim's backpack. But yet yeah. we did not pick up anything on thermal or the night vision. Yeah. Well, you find the time, tracks. Another time in that area, we have called Ashan to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember during the day yeah. we had yeah. that remember Wayneth that clap? Yeah. Yeah, right there yeah. on the spot also, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sound a lot too loud claps. Right yeah. there in front of that. And it's right, right next to her. Right next to her. Right next to her. Well, yeah. I heard it. I heard it come from the ground. So I'm mm-hmm. so I look because that's where it sounded like that clap came from, but there was nothing there. You but know, we all well, heard it. Yeah, yeah everybody heard it. Yeah, that's my next point. You're you're following some tracks, and it's out in the middle of the field, and they just disappear. Yeah. I mean, where where did it go? Yeah. Well, now too, we're in the swamps a lot too, so like we can follow tracks for a little ways too, and then you do end up losing them in the swamp. Yeah. There's yeah. times where I've seen where they'll get up on trees, like down trees or logs, and they'll use that as well. And then also there's places where they get up in water and you, you can't get up in there and follow them through there because it's just too dangerous with snakes yeah. water right. moccasins yeah. and alligators. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot, lot of water moccasins out there. A lot of yeah. alligators. Oh, I bet. 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen the snakes in Florida on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Annette, I I want to ask you something. You said that you heard that clap like it was right next to you. Yeah. You know what's bizarre about that? What? About two weeks ago, I was out and I heard a whistle, and I stopped and I'm I'm looking and the second whistle that I heard, I swear it was almost in my ear. I turned around, wow, looking the other way, mm-hmm. and there's nothing, absolutely nothing. But it sounded like it was the loudest whistle I've heard, mm-hmm. just right in my ear. So the, yeah. that, that's it. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm getting information back from other people, and these are just theories that Bigfoot is able to cloak themselves. Have you all heard that? Yeah, I've heard that too. So that may explain why you're hearing stuff very closely to you and not be able to see anything. And for the people that are listening, when I'm referring to cloaking, the best way to describe it is like the predator in the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've, I've heard Dogman does it a lot. So I don't know. I never seen a cloaked animal, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it just doesn't add up. Doesn't make sense in our reality. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. All right. So let me let me share something. I never shared this on the air with anybody. I I'm not sure if I shared it with the whole group, but one of the reasons I got into this group was I was out hunting one day, same area, and this one area is very creepy. Um, there's some bizarre things that occurred down there. I'm up in my tree stand and I got my night vision on. I'm early five o'clock in the morning, still dark. Got my night vision on. I'm looking around and this is all I can tell you is this is what I believe I saw. You know how you always, you see something you go, wait a minute, is that possible? Is, am I seeing right. it? Am I really seeing this? And I see this person walking. Here's the problem. It had a shimmer around the shape of it. Oh, wow. Around the head, the arms, the body, the legs. You could see it walking. And I swear, as it it was walking kind of diagonally towards me, right, at a diagonal, it looked up, it turned ahead, looked up at me, went back down, kept on going behind the tree and disappeared. Now, we went behind the tree. Of course, there's a lot of brush in that same direction. So could have still been there, come out the other side? I don't know. And I don't share that because it makes me sound crazy. <laughs> it really well, you are, but no, really. I mean, 10 or 15 no, years ago, you, you you were not able to talk like this, right? That's yeah. right, yeah. And how, with, how with my engineering it, background, I, I, I was I was absolutely dumbfounded, and this is why I kind of came on the search. This, this with a few other things in the same area, and like I said, I, I just cannot, I'll never forget it, I still have it in my mind. Never did forget. it really look like a person or it, did it, it look- did not look like a Bigfoot. Okay. It looked like a person. Okay. It had a head, had a neck, head, shoulders, head, arms, arms moving, moved along. Wasn't tall, wasn't tall, maybe a little bit taller than me. Five, eight, 10, 10, I'm five, eight. So 10, 11 or so. Yeah. But it, it had the shimmer around the edge mm-hmm. under the night vision. You could see the green shimmer on it. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Tim, remember the, the uh, apparition you got on the uh, video of us at night out there? Do you remember the oh, guy that appeared? The thermal, yeah, the thermal footage. 
I thought it was night vision on your cam your uh, camcorder. Wasn't there a guy with a hat that was behind me? Oh yeah, I'm I'm still not really sure about that because a couple of y'all thought it was me and and so I, I just kind of put it aside. There was and, no beard. There was no, no beard. There was no beard. No. Mm -mm. I thought wow. it looked like a Boy Scout. Yeah, that's like what it looked like to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else was saying they thought it was yeah. you. So I just kind of put it aside because okay. I had so much stuff to keep doing. So. But that that's, that's amazing. Yeah, it could have been something there. Yeah. You know, the, the guy from Ohio County, he was telling me, he's like, how many times you you ever heard hunters that drop a deer and they can never find it? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know what? I dropped one about eight or nine years ago. It was a big monster buck. It looked like it had tree for antlers. And I looked for it for eight hours. I had a buddy come out and help me in the middle of the rain, look for another eight or nine hours. My father came up and looked for it with me for another four to five. And he was like, yeah, and the reason why he didn't find it because Bigfoot got it and took off with it. Hmm. He says it happens all the time. Yep. And the guy I was just interviewing before you all, he was like, you know, I didn't even think about that because my dad, we used to shoot him down in the hollow and he would come up, get us sons, come down, help him drag it out. And we'd go down there and it, would, it wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's just sharing information like this with people makes you think, you know, is it or is it not? Yeah, sure. And, will. You know, I mean, you really don't know. You really don't. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to your all's investigations in Florida, what's what's going on? What are you all seeing and so forth? Well, we had a hunter take us out to where he had some sightings and uh, he was explaining one of those to us like that where he had shot a wild hog. He had it down. Um, he went out to get his son to bring his son back in to get it, help him take it out. And when they went back in there, it was gone. Same. They followed blood trails. They followed blood trails that was dripping down on the sawgrass that was as high as their head. They found a spot where it was had been laid down in a big old spot of blood, and then it had been picked back up and carried again in the, an area where he had had a couple sightings too. Yeah, he That's had um, a really large red Bigfoot has stepped out in the trail like 15 yards from him the day before, and uh, he was archery hunting with the bow and arrow. He said he was so scared he just he just pulled the bow up. And was just going through the motions, but he said he thought he was dead. He thought that was it for him. And he wow. said he stepped back out of the trail and was gone. He said his head was as large as a, a, a beach ball. Beach ball. <laughs> a big wow. beach ball. <laughs> yeah, he said it made Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a kid. Wow, that's incredible. And um, now thinking back on it, I had a deer and a couple of wild hogs that I had shot and uh, had went in and searched and searched and searched, and I'm pretty sure they had been taken yeah you know and when he said that you know I, that's the first thing i thought about mm -hmm. and the guy before you all interviewed he you know he was like you know what when i was a kid and, and he was saying the same thing mm -hmm. you know because he had uh, an encounter when he was a kid in the tree stand one walked by him didn't even hear it just walked right underneath the tree stand looked up at him Made eye contact, looked down, and just walked off. Mm -hmm. 
So, but, you know, how they can finesse through the woods, you know, I, I, I don't know how they do it. Well, you know, I've seen many hogs, you know, run through the woods as, as quiet as anything. Yep. Sometimes I hear them just busting through the woods and sometimes I see them just like, it's almost like they're tiptoeing. Mm-hmm. Right. So once they're out in the woods and they, you know, these, these animals, you know, or, or, or Bigfoot or Sasquatch, they have the skills that we couldn't even comprehend. Yep, that's right. Their padded feet, they're soft, they're quiet, uh, slip through, they can lay down, they can crawl, they can stand, they can do anything they want, mm-hmm. really. Climb trees. There's nothing stopping these things, especially from being quiet. You know, I'm sure that they blend right in. And if they can go stealth, forget about it. Now, that's funny that you said that because I had a gentleman on here the other night said, that he saw a Bigfoot across the field through a scope and he was in shock and awe. He thought it was somebody playing a joke on him. Wow. And he got, I think, a third of the way in the field and crouched down and laid on the belly and crawled the west the rest of the way across the field. Wow. Yeah. And I would never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of times now like um well, I remember Ruby, she's seen one, and then I've heard it before, too, that they'll get down like that on their belly, and they'll crawl like a spider. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ruby says she saw one do that. Yeah. So is there a connection with Bigfoot and UFOs? I believe there is, yeah, because we're catching uh, orbs, the Bigfoots. We're, I think we're catching other stuff, too, paranormal stuff. And we show everything. We try to show everything we're catching. We try to show it to everybody. So I think there's a connection too. Tree structures and markers. So if they make markers or something, like the asterisks, they'll leave asterisks along, um, like waterways, canals, or on creeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, I think it was April and May. I mean, we were on a roll. We found like five or six of these asterisk structures. They're only like two feet off the ground, but they're organized just like an asterisk. Is. Yeah, woven in. And- yeah, and they're found in different locations, mm-hmm. but these locations are all connected together by a corridor. So they can travel, you know, from one place to the other, and basically be undetected. Yeah. But some this- of them are sloppy and some of them are made really big. Exactly. Yeah, some are a little sloppy just because of the building materials, but some of them are very neat yeah. and organized. Mm-hmm. So that's a really cool find that we have. Um, that's been a recent thing that's been going on. Yeah. yeah. So for all the Bigfoot groups that are watching on Facebook, what can you tell them that you all are experiencing and finding in Florida that you all can report on? The biggest thing for me is the um, the footprints. We're finding footprints anywhere from six inches to nine inches, thirteen inches, and oh, wow. seventeen and eighteen inches. Pretty good footprints, and some of them are four toes, and some of them are five toes. So, yeah. And why do you think they have four toes? You think it's a crossbred? I think the four toes maybe more of uh, the uh, skunk ape. Mm-hmm. With David Sheely down in the Everglades, he finds a lot of four toes from the skunk apes. 
Um, over on the west side of Florida, Pasco County, we're finding more four-toed footprints. And then some in Green Swamp are mixed for four-toe and five-toe. So wow. I'm thinking maybe the Bigfoot is the five-toe and the skunk ape is the four-toe. Right. And we're not and sure. The reports, mm-hmm. And the reports are that the skunk apes are smaller in size and they're thinner. They're mm-hmm. like five, five to seven feet tall. And the Bigfoots are usually around seven to nine feet tall. Yeah. And, you know, wow. that's what we've heard, um, you know, what's going on. Dr. Bill Hewitt down south also, he's been finding four-toed prints as well. Yep. So. so how do you all document these? You, you, I know somebody said earlier, you cast them, you photograph them, you yeah. measure yeah, we them. Or? Yeah, we, we, we video, our, video ourselves measuring them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, when Troy and Desi found those, that they found 19 footprints. Yep. And it took them six hours of um, documenting them, yeah, measuring, um, measuring yeah. the lengths, measuring the uh, the step and the stride, angle of gait, angle. Yep. Yeah. How, how big were the strides? So thirty six and a half inches from heel wow. to thirty six and a half on the step, thirty six and a half heel to heel, seventy two, I believe, seventy two inches for the stride. So heel so heel from the right foot to heel to the right foot again after the left foot hits the ground what was the size of the track that the track was the size of a four-year-old toddler it was uh six and a half inches yeah and but the the, 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 and they were the feet were directly in line there was no variation and we went through it you know we're in the middle of nowhere we're sitting there thinking you know could there somebody be out here bare feet a toddler there's no uh parent tracks there's no bigfoot other Bigfoot tracks with, I shouldn't say that, the possibility of, but let's let's not talk about that. Um, but the, they, the tracks came one way, they stopped and they turned around and went the other way. So the thought was when we came in, cause we come in pretty pretty quiet at night, me and Des came up, parked, we're real quiet getting out of cars. We don't slam the doors, we don't talk. Um, if we do, we get in whispers with the plan on what we do. We went out, we walked, we heard whistles. She actually stopped. She said to me is that a human whistle she thought it was a human whistle and I'm, I'm i'm like at that time i wasn't a big believer and i'm like nah yeah that's a that's a bird or it's a bug or something right and then she, we, we heard it again and we stopped again and i started thinking wow that does sound like a human whistle so as we we're going further this the the whistles paralleled us going to the west as we traveled west along that dirt road and then we heard a whistle and a, a tree break or a crunch or brushes breaking. And no bird is heavy enough to do that out there, right? The, so right. this was loud right. enough. This was not a twig that was breaking and the bird isn't going to. So as we're stopping and I've got my night vision out, I'm looking. She goes, Troy, look at this. I turn around and that's when we followed, saw the first track. And then we found the next track. And under a green light, it was amazing because as the light came up throughout the morning, the tracks began to disappear and blend in, but under our green headlamp, you could see them. You could set it just right, get the angle. You could see the shadows of them. And I'm wow. absolutely flooring. So what we think happened was that there was a juvenile, small foot, regular stride, long stride, was coming up the road. I don't know if they were horsing around or, or what playing or whatever. The whistles alerted them. They turned around, went the other way, but it was interesting because where the as the whistles followed us, the whistles stopped where we originally heard them closer to where we entered 
the area. So they were paralleling us. And then the last whistles that we heard were further west and the tracks continued west as well. So it, it's absolutely crazy what occurred. Um, me and Des still talk about it. We, did, we made mistakes. There's no question about it. And we documented it. We write our stuff, the stuff down, what we need to do next time and, and be better about it. But we got, like we were talking about, the stride, the step, the angle of gait. Uh, there's another one that we that we got. I have to look it up. But there's different methods that we that we measured. The width of the foot as well, and it all fits. You know, six and a half inches, three and a half inches wide foot, um, and it's and it's a flat foot. It doesn't have the arch in it like a normal human would have. Right. We even look like we found some knuckle prints as well. So as you see the knuckles, they're running on the knuckles, and you can see where the knuckles hit the four, and you can see the the thumb also where the thumb hit. Boom. You know, so one other researcher, as he looked at the prints, thought that there was a smaller one there. And the smaller one, when they heard the whistles, got picked up and went with them. I, I can't, you know, can't really tell that footprint, but they, they seem to see it on the photo. So there, there there's a story. Um, it, absolutely stunning. And we've heard uh, after that, we also heard growls out there. But the footprints, I agree with Tim. The footprints with the mm -hmm. toes. We got beautiful toe prints yeah, on, yeah. on the photos. Uh, we didn't cast because the, 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 the substrate was hardened clay covered with crushed shell and uh, sand. Oh, uh, I got gravel. you. So we couldn't get that. But some of the photos that we got were just beautiful. The toes. Yeah, just they show very clearly in the photos with yeah. the green light, especially. Yeah. And we've got it. We've got it on the Facebook page. I think it's pinned. Is that, isn't that mm -hmm. right? Marie? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's on the website also. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, absolutely stunning. And this is why I've all of a sudden became a, a real believer and I poured myself into it because I have to see these things. I got to see these. things. Well, I'll tell you one thing, you know, seeing stuff like that and coming across evidence and seeing the footprints and collecting the hair you know it's just amazing how they they whistle they clap they throw things yeah and from what i've been told i don't know if it's right or wrong is that they will distract you so the the clan can escape right and that, so, that worked perfectly when they were whistling. You're so right, Grizzly. That's mm -hmm. perfect. Yep. Distracted yep. us. The other ones moved on. Yep, that is correct. That's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. I heard from quite a few people. Now, when y'all get reports, do, do you all get them off your website? Um, yes, typically. Um, we have a team website. It's called the midfloridabigfoot.com. And it has... Um, talks about our team it shows the bios for each of us you know what our specialties are and you know our backgrounds we have a research gallery and it shows all our pictures and stuff like that so um they can contact us there's also a contact us section where they can um you know notify us if they want to talk and i have one right now um I, actually, this week, I think I've had three um, email communications from people who are not in our group, don't know anything about us, but they found the website, which is great. 
-hmm. maybe from some other podcasts and they've reached out to us. So I'm currently speaking to these um, gentlemen about the things that they have encountered. And I have a interview with one tomorrow. So very exciting. Oh, that's great. But these that's are people great. who are afraid of being ridiculed. They right. don't want to tell anybody about it. Like this one guy, he has never told anybody a story and he's ready to tell it to me. And he wants to meet our team as well. And he wants to, you know, tell us the knowledge that he has about them because he's That's been awesome. dealing with them for many, 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 many years. But um, so I'll be, like I said, I'll be interviewing him tomorrow. So it's all good. It's all good. And the, we also and do that website again. MidFloridaBigfoot.com. MidFloridaBigfoot.com. Yes. Go ahead, sir. We've also done a couple of um, open member invites too, where we will let all the any of the group members that want to come out with us on certain days, and we'll take them out to areas that we research, and we'll show them around and teach them what we're doing. And a, a lot of people that are wanting to get into going out and researching but have never done it. Right. Some of them are coming out with us like that. A lot of those people go out by themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so we're, so we're here to help people. We're really yeah. here to help people. You know, we want to share our knowledge and, you know. Awareness, yeah. Awareness. Awareness. Raise yeah. the awareness of Bigfoots and Skunk Apes in Florida. And mm -hmm. people, some people are new to this. They don't want to go out by themselves. So the group outing gives them an opportunity to go out with others so they feel safe. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what to do. They don't know what to look for. So we just kind of guide them, you know. But they enjoy it. And we've done, what, two or three of them now? Yeah, a couple of them now, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're due for another one uh, probably in November or something. Mm -hmm. So. And that's that's how I got hooked up with the group. I went yeah. out uh, on an outing with them because I was doing, you know, doing some research on my own, um, as you know, armchair research as well as going out in the woods. Went out with them. Met, uh, met all of them. They're a great group of people. You can tell the, the dedication that they have. Oh, um, I met, uh, and, and, you know, I met Desi and me and Desi really hit it off. Love hanging with her. Um, and uh, it, it's just such a great group. And you can tell by the evidence, evidence that, that everyone has picked up here. Mm -hmm. you know, Tim, Wynette, Marie, Ruby. Uh, uh, Mike. Oh, Mike, yep, yep. And yep. he's, he's, you know, unfortunately, he had a shoulder operation, can't be here. But just amazing group to, to be with, really is. And, and we're, we're out. Share, by the way, we're willing to share it with everybody. And the outings, like Marie said, are fantastic for that. Come out, meet the group. You'll see who we are, what we what we stand for, and how we go out and do some, you know, investigation. It can't be absolutely perfect because we have so many people with us, but it gives you a taste of what it is. Right. And to meet others. And to meet yeah. others. Yeah, big time. And that's one of the reasons uh, I got involved partly in podcasting is that you have the Georgia Bigfoot hunters, Alabama, Indiana, Ohio. You know, I like to see these groups come together. And I would like really in an all perfect world is one group of everybody that are hunters or investigators to be in one group together so they can share techniques, evidence, mm -hmm. 
you know, news, what's going on, the feedback. Yeah. Hey, this is what we're seeing here, you know, or somebody's doing a technique and you all don't know about it. And well, I never thought about that. Let's try this. Mm -hmm. Great idea. So, yeah. And the only reason I know that is because uh, I do challenge coins and uh -huh. uh, I make Bigfoot coins. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. I do. I do. Uh, I got started in the cryptic coins. So, and uh, I own several other websites or Facebook groups that are just for police, law enforcement, first responders. And when I first started out three and a half, four years ago, we had groups for only admins and mods. So, if we had problems with little Johnny in one group, little Johnny would be take care of in all groups. So we didn't have to worry about him stirring up stuff and everyone in the groups down the road. Mm -hmm. And plus we would share information. And that's one thing, you know, hopefully one day that, that it will come to be that you all can do the same thing. Right. You know, sure. you know and maybe, maybe it will take one of you all to just open up a new Facebook group and put, you know, Bigfoot investigations or researchers, admins and mods only and, and let it rip and roar and see what happens. Yeah. You know, send invites out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. It really is. Yeah. Now, when you all go out and investigate, I, I, I hate to put a number on things because, you know, you, sometimes you really don't know. But when people get a hold of you all, has anybody ever just blatantly right out just pulled your leg? Uh, no. Mm -mm. No. I haven't run into anybody yet that has done that. No. That I, that I, obviously that we know of, you know, but they all sound very sincere, very, very sincere. Yeah. That's we, well, we, we pick an area just between ourselves and then we show up at that area and there's no certain direction that we go. So like nobody can go out there ahead of us and try to fool us or do anything. Right. And um, I've, I've had one guy, we had one guy that um, was trying to say that people would do that. And I, I told him straight out, you know, well, why don't you see if you can come find us? If you think somebody could do that to us, you come find us. Right. Because there's no oh, way wow. people could follow, find us and follow us around. Exactly. We, we go off trail. Um, I know all the hunting areas out here and stuff. We go off trail. There's no certain areas that will stay on a certain trail or anything where anybody could get out there and make fake footprints or anything like that. So, yeah, we don't um, announce it to anybody. It's just amongst uh, us, and we typically us. don't uh, make a decision until, like, Thursday or Friday where we're going to go over for the weekend, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I doubt it. I, you know. That I was one know. of the first questions I had when I, when I joined the group. You know, how do you keep that? away from people trying to hoax you yeah. and it's a great yeah. technique we don't, don't know we, we you got little johnny out there yep we, <laughs> we, we don't announce where we're going and we show up and and do our thing mm -hmm. so when you all go to an investigation and you all are out there boots on the ground when you're done with the investigation where does all that information go to uh well I take photographs while I'm out there. Okay. So uh, I'm, I always post them in the group. 
to show people what we found today. Um, Tim does, and Waynette, they do the filming. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of video. Yeah. yeah. Waynette usually uses the thermal because she's got a really good steady hand and she finds some amazing things on it. Yeah. And, uh, but Tim does a lot, all the film work. So he'll work on the film and he'll come out with little videos to post on, uh, in our group and on YouTube, on his own YouTube channel. And, um, so enjoy. What about you? I'm a wildlife photographer, so mm -hmm. I bring I bring out uh, my my cameras and I, both of them, both yeah. video and my my stills. So okay. I do that and uh, journaling, journaling after an investigation. What did we do well? What didn't we do well? What could we do better? The round know, table. Yeah. Now, do you all post the locations you all go to, or do you leave that blank and unspecific? Um, We've had it a few times, but so, yeah. a lot of it we keep. Um, a lot of it would just like say a general area like the yeah. Green Swamp, Green Swamp West or East or you know or Pasco County. We won't say. And how many acres is the Green Swamp? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember exactly because it's five hundred thousand acres. Yeah, it's ridiculously yeah. big. Something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. really large. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason yeah. why I asked that, I didn't know if people like if you went out this weekend and you go back out next weekend you see people out in the same general area trying to you know find something themselves that's you know that's what i was asking geez i'm, I'm trying to think the number of times i've come across people out there and it might be at a number say if i go out there 20 times i might have seen people out there maybe once or twice right. and they're on they're on bikes they're riding their bikes um right. and that's it that's all i've seen Mm -hmm. um, well, that's on the main that would be on a main trail coming through oh okay yeah okay. this is either somebody hiking or just um or like a hunter he's going out there and setting up <clears throat> his um game cameras and stuff getting ready for hunting season mm -hmm. yeah so but we, we don't really come across people that often no, no, no. Well, that's good that's that's really good yeah Really horses, people riding horses in a couple yeah. of locations. Yeah, that's in yeah, that but that's in a popular. That's more of a popular yeah. area too. Yeah. We kind of expect that there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've, I had a, we've had a couple of times the people out there riding horses. They tell us that they never yeah. see anybody out there like we're doing, like we're out there researching and hiking. And well, they tell awesome. us they see people out there like that. Yeah. But if but if people do ask, hey, what are you guys doing out here? We're like. We usually don't admit we're bigfooting. We'll just say, "Oh, we're doing, you know, wildlife, wildlife photographers or whatever." Sometimes we'll spill the beans, but yeah, I think most of the time we just kind of like, "Oh, we're just taking a hike," you know. Right. I mean, it makes sense. It really does. Like I said, you got little Johnnies out there. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I always believe that, and you know. Uh, y'all ever seen paranormal caught on tape? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, you know, isn't that wild? Some of the videos people was caught, mm -hmm. yeah. the pterodactyls yeah. flying, the cryptids. I'm very skeptical, so the majority of that stuff on that show, I kind of like, eh, you know, I've experienced stuff myself, but um, somebody else in power, <laughs> yeah. But huh. But some of the stuff is like eh, questionable, you know. Yeah, 
Tim and Wynette just experienced their own paranormal event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start talking about their their power flashes on them. Yeah, you might be able to hear the thunder. This this thunder and yeah. lightning and raining. And is it okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, over here too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Coast the screen, the lights. <laughs> my dog's kind of boogered up too. She was all yeah, under my feet. She hates there. the thunder. She doesn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. So walk me through a uh, normal investigation that you all do. Do you, let's say somebody calls you up. How do you decipher uh, you're going to take this on? You're going to investigate it. Uh, how are you going to interview it? What's your all steps? What's your all's process? Well, like I said, they usually reach out to me on the website. And so right. I, let, I yeah. let everybody else know, like, uh, Troy, you've been talking to Rye. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. Right. And um, because he had a report, he's mm -hmm. he had an experience in the green swamp. And so I'll usually talk to him first and I'll let the group know typically, you know, if it's worthwhile. And um, some of them will reach out directly to them. Um, right now, it's just so hot here in Florida that, you know, if we want to go out with some, take somebody else out there with us. It's miserable right now. Oh, I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Some people we may not be able to really meet until it starts getting a little cooler just because it's so miserable out there right now. Yeah. You don't want them having a heat stroke or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm telling you, I'm not used to it. last weekend I, I ended up going out. I think it was like uh, the earliest I could get out was 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, right. You, and I know you guys went out early. I went out at 11 o'clock oh. uh, because that's the only time I could get out. So I went out and going out there, not a problem. Coming back, I was dragged and it is hot and it yeah. sweats running into your eyes. And, but oh, you know what? Yeah. It was great. It was just yeah. great getting out there and looking and experiencing it because you never know. You don't know. So with, with Bigfoot and uh, Skunk Ape, so it's interesting i've learned something from from you all about the four and the five toed and the, probably the distinctive difference between the both uh the size the weight and the toes that, that's really interesting is that i didn't know that before mm -hmm. so that that really is that, i mean that kind of you know changes my thinking a lot because i i hear a lot about dogman lately and it's all over. It's all over Kentucky, Indiana, Appalachian Trail. And I mean, do you all have that stuff down there in Florida? I, I haven't see seen anything that, that looks like Dogman or, or their footprints. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Like that. It's mostly all been Sasquatch and Bigfoot, so Skunk Ape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not saying yeah. that, it, you know, any evidence we're going we're gonna to look at, we're not going to dismiss it. Because yeah. it, it might be a dated point that we can use in the future. Absolutely. Once we see something that that has a trend to it, then all of a sudden, huh, we got something. Let's pursue this trend and see where it takes us. Right. Have you seen other cryptids besides Bigfoot down there? No, I haven't. Anyone I else? Anybody, I don't think anybody else has. Well, just the one I I talked about with the with the shimmer. Yeah. On the outside. I'm not sure what that. But that was. Yeah, it, it's still striking. I 
Well, they got a they got one on the Appalachian Trail. It's called the Feral Man. The who? Feral Man. Feral Man. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Uh, looks normal like a man, just deformed face and hairy, and you'll see him eating raw flesh and animals, dead animals on the side of the road, and so no, we're. Everybody's dropping. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think they got hit with lightning over there. Yeah. It's pouring down. They're about, uh, the uh, about 15 minutes from me. And oh, it's pouring they? down rain here. And I hear the, the lightning on the on the west side of me. So, And that's right where they're at. Wow. Well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, I love to have you back on the show on a regular basis. Uh, I think I talked to Marie on that uh, off camera. Yes. Uh, to give us some uh, updates on what's going on down south. Yep. Uh, the report. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really would. Uh, I think the community would would love to hear it, and so would the other Facebook groups. You know, uh, people like to share information. Yes. But they don't know how to reach out and talk, make right. the first move. So. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're fortunate enough that other people uh, actually allow us to use their Facebook group to go live in. And it was very nice of them. And then I thank them all for doing it. So I can't complain about that at all. Mm-hmm. But Marine, uh, one more time. What was the name of that uh, website? MidFloridaBigfoot.com. MidFloridaBigfoot.com, everybody, ladies yep. and gentlemen. You can contact us there. Um, we're also on Facebook, obviously, the Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Group. And um, Mid, Midland? Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Group. Florida Big Search. Bigfoot Research Group. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll make sure to get that out there. Please go over there and like them, sign up, join the groups. Mm-hmm. If you're down there, stop in and say hello. Reach out to them. Yep, you can reach out to me on the Facebook or the uh, website. So. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Grizzly. Coast to coast. All around the world. I'll see you on the next show in less than 30 minutes. Everybody. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Grizzly. Good night, guys. It was great. Thank you. It really was. I really enjoyed it. It's nice having you all. I can't wait to have you all back. Yes. We'll see you next couple weeks.